재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 This year marks the 200th anniversary of the invention of one of medicine's most iconic instruments, the stethoscope. There is no other medical instrument in history that's been used as extensively or has had the longevity of the stethoscope. However, many medical experts believe that the development of more precise instruments will soon consign this centuries-old technology to medical history. To find out more, we are very pleased to have joining us from the School of Medicine at the University of Dundee, Professor Andreas Meltzer. Hello. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for joining us, Professor. Uh, there have been stu- stu- studies that have shown using the same stethoscope on multiple patients increases the risk of spreading bacteria. What do you think in this modern day and age are the major limitations of using stethoscopes? Well, the spread of bacteria is more a matter of personal hygiene and disinfection, and it's very easy to swap the stethoscope between each patient. So as uh, hand disinfection, I think this belongs to all medical devices that are in touch with the patient. And the stethoscope, although it's so old, I think it will never die. One reason it has no battery. (laughs) It will Mm -hmm. never run out of power, and it allows so many different things. Very quickly, very easy if you experience, and then certainly you apply other more modern diagnostic tools to be more precise and to get to a very quick diagnosis of the actual disease. Right, and and you know, for a lot of us who are lay people, and we don't um, necessarily have all the uh, requisite knowledge of uh, modern medical technology, what are some of the modern alternatives people are using to the stethoscope? Well, it's definitely ultrasound. It's becoming the, if you wish, electronic stethoscope with increasing capabilities, reduction of size. There is some very exciting thing. It's a mobile phone with a cable and an ultrasound. And there's also now a solution Bluetooth-based for any uh, handheld device, which the doctor can just uh, have in his uh, pocket and then do an ultrasound exam. Um, this is coming, and this will, in my view, because of also reducing costs, uh, a very reasonable additional stethoscope-type device. But nonetheless, as I'm saying, battery runs out, and then you cannot use it. There are other optical means, like infrared, um, other light-based things that also create sound, very interesting um, tools which may come into clinical practice soon, but it's going to take quite a long time before they become such a routine uh, piece of kit as the stethoscope is. Right, so a lot of the technologies that you're describing certainly uh, sound very exciting. Maybe, as you say, you might have just one cable attachment and you can just simply download an app or, or something to your smartphone and you can use it. And we can see if we weigh the pros and cons that uh, perhaps precision uh, can be enhanced. Perhaps um, you can probe various things that necessarily are not available through the uh, traditional stethoscopes. But the main disadvantage you seem to be pointing out is that all of this uh, runs on some form of energy, uh, and that will always be the inherent advantage of a stethoscope? Absolutely, yeah. What Despite all its limitations, that the stethoscope is just an acoustic measure, 
But in skilled hands, you find a lot of diseases. And ultrasound doesn't really work on the lungs so well because mm. of the, all the air involved, where then the stethoscope is still a very important tool. And also in the, you see when the surgeon has a patient after surgery, he needs to hear the bowel clicking, it's called, that the bowel starts moving. So he puts a stethoscope on and then there's nothing really comparable to that. So you see everything has its, its particular importance and its niche. There's nothing that can replace everything else like the magic wonder tool, like the sonic screwdriver or something. <laughs> And there is an, uh, I don't know if this is necessarily true in your opinion, but uh, there is this idea of uh, skills development. And, and when, when you're talking about a very skilled physician can probe and, and discover things uh, and diagnose uh, ailments in ways that um, perhaps if you allow technology to sort of be a crutch, um, you may see those skills erode over time. Is that not uh, also a concern? Yeah, absolutely. They're already eroding. Many young doctors, also because of legislation, litigation, lawsuits, da di da, they're just uh, inclined to always call for a CAT scan, for an MRI, whatsoever, and not using their hands, inspecting the patient, talking to the patient if possible, and you find a lot. And this is, although trained, it's something we are afraid might erode because of all the technology and then also the lawyer would say oh you have not used that technology your diagnosis mm. cannot be right so these kind of things making medicine not easy today is there also a i suppose wealth disparity component to it i can imagine for example if you are in uh, australia or uh, in the uk uh, a wealthy nation uh, you may have access and trained doctors may be able to rely on this technology but if you are let's say a part of uh, medicine sans frontier or you are working in places in africa that uh, you do have to always have a reliable uh, steady and maybe traditional uh, tool like the stethoscope, and that probably won't change in the uh, mid to long term future. Never, uh, will never change. I worked in Africa as a student, and you have some sometimes nothing but your hands, and the stethoscope is likely available, and then you have to really find out what's wrong with that patient and what you might be able to do. And there may be an X ray machine somewhere in some place, but this is uh, still reality. And we need these skills. We have to, they have to remain, and that's quite important. We cannot replace all this by technology, and then we might have a robot doctor in wealthy countries, and, and the other doctors have to migrate to the developing countries. Mm. Well, this is not possible. So this is quite a tricky time for all of us in medicine. Yeah, it's a fascinating point. Now, we are talking about this, of course, because it is the 200th anniversary of... Uh, this very iconic instrument, and I suppose this is very unfair to compare to med medical techniques or tools of the past, like let's say leeches were used to um, <laughs> treat various ailments. Obviously, this is something of a bygone era and not used anymore, but if you can predict the future on this 200th anniversary, you would uh, confidently say that if we head into the uh, 300th anniversary and none of us will be around, we can still say that the stethoscope, maybe not as widely used, is still going to be an important tool in a doctor's toolbox. I would dare to say it's still there, as it always was, and we have other tools. Certainly the energy supply problem might be solved with some very tricky power 
production through just your body heat and all this. So everything might stay on power, and then it's not so important. Um, but in my view, it will still be around. Well, I suppose uh, for many people around the world who have uh, grown up with a stethoscope and wondering if our children, if they train to become doctors in the future, uh, wouldn't rely on this, um, at least according to uh, Professor Melser right now, uh, that is something that is not in the cards. Uh, we are going to have to leave it there, but uh, Professor Melser, thank you very much for joining us once again. Always My appreciate pleasure. your expertise. Thank you. Thank you. Bye now. That was Professor Andreas Meltzer from the University of Dundee.